This is the fourth episode I'm recording. I've already edited two, so I think it's a good time now to talk about how much you should edit your solo episodes. Welcome to Adventures in Podcasting. My name is Pilar Orti and I still don't have an intro. <laughs> I've got a scripted one, but I'm still toying with not having one getting straight into it. As I said, today I wanted to reflect on how much and why I edit or not, <laughs> how much I edit my own solo episode. We might go into how much you should edit a guest or not. It's really a matter of taste. It really is. And it's also, it depends how much you need to prepare for your episodes. It depends how much you like to just talk and then go back to it and see what you've said and, and mess around with that. But I am trying to keep the editing as short as possible. So I've got my bullet points for this show. I described in the previous one, I said that I usually prepare a lot more for other shows, but for this one, I'm trying to be a little bit more spontaneous. And that means that I do have to go back and cut some stuff out. It's really important that even if you are going to get technical help with your show, that you edit the first few episodes yourself because unless you've been broadcasting before, you need to listen to how you come across. And also look out for any mannerisms, any uh, filler words, any speech habits that might get in the way. Speech habits on their own and of their or in and of themselves are not a bad thing. They're only a bad thing if they get in the way of your message, your personality even. So that's something to be listening to. I realize that I say so so many times. <laughs> I do. And so when I, there we go. And when I was uh, editing the previous episodes, I did remove a couple of them because it can get a little bit annoying if you're hypersensitive to language like I am. That's one. Often breaths, I don't know. I leave most of them in because they make us human. Breaths make us human, but sometimes there might be too many. Especially, I, I realize when I'm really excited, I might breathe a lot and in fact become a little bit annoying. So I will take some of those out. You see, I said so again. Sometimes I do remove some mouth noises every now and then. And again, if you listen to the past episode, you might remember I said that I've got some clicking sounds in my mouth. If they are under your speech, you cannot remove them. This is a question I often get asked. If there is like a dog barking under speech, you cannot remove that. If you're recording with a guest and you're recording on split tracks, which you absolutely must, uh, you can listen to episode two about uh, what that means in Zoom. If you are recording on different tracks, then you can silence the other person, the other person's dog barking in the background, and so it doesn't affect while you are talking. But any noise under a voice cannot be removed. Maybe, I mean, I'm recording now in August 2021. Maybe in the future you can, I wouldn't be surprised, but not for now. What about uh, arms? What do uh, you think? Again, same thing. And uh, yes, I, re I will remove them sometimes. And I will sometimes uh, play with what I've just done as well. Sometimes I do this a lot. I will start a sentence, 
go off on a thought and halfway through I pivot on the thought and so I leave the sentence hanging. Sometimes you have to leave that, other times you can remove it. I'm trying to slow down because if while you're talking, you're running from word to word and one set, one thought leads to another thought, which then leads to another thought, which leads to another thought, it's really difficult to edit. And I've noticed this with some guests that they will jump from thought to thought and it leaves me no room for music if I want to do that. It leaves me no room to remove some of the speech. Sometimes they ramble, you know, like I do. I ramble a lot and so I cut my ramblings out sometimes. Again, maybe if you are recording a solo or when you're speaking with a co-host or a guest, just bear in mind that there might be bits where you want to edit and you can't because you have no pauses. There we go. Another thing I've learned is not to say things like, oh, sorry if you heard my tummy rumbling or <laughs> something like that, or, or excuse the background noise, because sometimes the other person and the, the mic doesn't pick it up. The listener can't hear it. It's not a big deal, but it's just something, again, this, this podcast is about stuff that I've just, I've discovered and that I've thought about around podcasting, which I, I thought I'd share with you. So, and a podcast is the best way to do that. I'm running a little bit, um, that was a click, a clicking sound. And that's what I use when I make a mistake as I'm recording, or I've started saying something and I think, oh, that was a terrible way of saying it, which doesn't happen often because I try not to monitor that. Or there's something in my throat, which was the case just now, and I want to start again. And that's a really easy way when you're recording on your own, especially of marking the sound. You can also mark it on the software, but then you would have to go to the laptop, do something. I don't recommend doing that. Mark it visually. If you are used to see, to seeing audio waves or as you get used to them while you're editing, this sound will come up as a vertical line. And then you can just go there and there you know that it's the bit that you need to stop and edit. And that's, that's very useful. Uh, Colin Gray from the podcast host also has, has a video where he actually uses his tongue. You will notice that it is not speech. Visually, you can mark your tracks like that. So maybe that's something you want to try out. Now, the other day I was talking to, hey, my very first client for adventures in podcasting, which means the first person that I was helping, I was coaching on podcasting. I've done a workshop before, and of course, I've given lots of free advice out. But this was the first person who came to me as a client once I decided, okay, I want to do have a little side business around podcasting. And this thing about the clicking sound to mark the audio was a revelation to them. And also just something from that conversation, we were talking about how to work with guests because she hasn't brought any guests on yet, but she wants to bring some on. And she was saying, what if the guest is terrible? <laughs> and there's lots of ways of dealing with a guest intervention that hasn't gone as well as we planned. And that is a couple of things. One is, let's be honest, if it's really terrible, don't use it don't use it. <laughs> if you really like the guest and you know they have wonderful things to say and you think, well, they were just having a really bad day, try and reschedule. Try and reschedule the interview, give it another go, just 
just say to the to the guest that uh, you think it it could have been uh, it could go more smoothly or whatever whatever so that's that's one the other is just don't publish it it's your show <laughs> and i've had one instance of an interview that so something i recorded actually i've had two but one of them was just i wasn't quite sure how suitable it was for the audience and then i left it because i was waiting for the slot for this interview i was just waiting for a, a room in the schedule where it really fitted in or where it didn't jar as much as it was jarring at the time and eventually it just wasn't uh, relevant anymore and that was for the 21st century work life podcast which has now almost 300 episodes and the other one was a guest that <laughs> he had approached both myself and my co-host then Lisette Sutherland and we both got this approach from him or, or or his colleague however no i think he was approaching directly and we thought oh let's interview him together it'll be more fun to do it together and it was it was just awful and why it was awful it wasn't that he wasn't eloquent it wasn't that he didn't know how to express his, himself he was not answering our questions and we were asking him to describe for example how his team worked some specific things they were doing he would not go there he would not disclose anything and he would not he would not be part of the conversation it really was very very difficult and we finished and i just thought i left it for one day I think I might have asked in a community whether I should publish it or not and I just thought you know what listeners are going to get nothing from this all they're going to hear is questions being asked someone not opening up and they're not going to enjoy it and I thought you know what and I'm glad I didn't publish it because <laughs> this guest then he he didn't even realize he continued um being in touch with me as if he hadn't met me He was like, "Oh, you canceled our meeting, this and that and that and this." And he didn't know that he was talking to me and that he'd been on my show. So anyway, I'm glad just to say it's your show. Of course, be human and be compassionate and 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 this things you can do. So the other thing you can do if you really like a guest, but the whole thing is just not that great and you want them to sound good also. You don't want to have a guest that your people don't like. <laughs> well, they might not like what they say but you you want them to be part of something that people like and you what you can do is you can split up the conversation so you can take out chunks so you can make it shorter if you think that actually it's okay for a bit but afterwards it gets i don't know maybe they're rumbly or maybe they're not expressing themselves correctly maybe they say you know lots which can get really jarring so you can do that you can make it shorter you can take bits out and summarize them as host so for example and then i talked to mike let's call him mike and then i talked to mike about what he thought were the most difficult uh, challenges that he'd been facing and he explained that at the beginning he'd been having problems with one of his colleagues and then he shared another challenge and then you bring mike because maybe he didn't express the first one well or maybe he took really a really long time to tell a story that wasn't that interesting whatever reasons so you can do that or you can put little bits of the conversation as part of another episode there's lots of imaginative ways of bringing other voices into the into your podcast 
in a way that you think your listeners going to get the best out of and in the way that you are most proud of. Because let's face it, this is your show. Podcasting is not something that is a fa- it's not a fast medium, especially if you're doing everything yourself. It requires planning. It requires being behind the microphone at a moment when you can be your best. Talking about guests, sometimes not being their best, you also have to be at your best. And that requires focus and energy and a lot of love for the medium and your listeners, actually. So you need that. Then, of course, there's editing, putting the audio together, uploading it. If you're doing show notes, show notes. It's it's amazing. I don't know about you, but I get often requests for people to have guests on the show like like it's really easy like it doesn't take any time to prepare an interview or have someone on the show and I just think if you only knew if you only knew how long this takes and how much it means to me because that's another thing even if you start your show for commercial reasons which a lot of people do now as, a, as another avenue of marketing eventually you either drop your show or you grow to love it because it becomes somewhere where you can talk to a group of people that are there ready to listen to you. So you do, you you grow to love it. So it takes, it takes a lot of time. You have to be proud of what you're putting out there, which leads me to, I think uh, this is the end of this episode. I'm trying to keep this episode short, which is a real challenge. But I think that if I just keep to one topic, an episode, just keep it very short, and from my own experience, which is what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to bring what I'm experiencing in my weekly podcasting endeavors, bring it to you. I hope it is of use. Adventuresinpodcasting.com. My name is Pilar Ortiz. Thank you for listening. Thank you.